Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I told Sydney uh, to think of some mind. topics for our podcast, so I, well, oh. should we let her leave? Oh, yeah, Sydney, do, 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 do the whole intro. I want Sydney to do the whole intro. Yeah, Sydney, do the whole intro. Here you go, Sydney. Welcome to Sorry in Advance, the Gold Family podcast, wherever you find your podcast, right, Mike? Isn't that what you say? That's the one. Um, keep going. Keep going. You're running the show. Introducing. There you go. Introducing myself, Sydney Golick, the leader of the family. Are you Sydney Golick? Still legally, yeah. <laughs> Sydney the Golick The name-changing process is hard. It's very it scary to me. Uh, and my mom and dad and Jake <laughs> and Jenny and Jackson. I'm not good at this. All in the same room. And Mike and Mikey A. Woohoo! Well done. Fucking Damn, nailed man. it. Flawless <laughs> victory. How'd that feel? Yeah. Uh, I felt very unnatural. Don't let me ever do that again. It sounded very unnatural. Well, you're the one that's going to have to drive the ship on the podcast today because we have a great show for you that I know nothing about other than there's a baby on board. We now have that sticker on the back of our large uh, SUV pulling out of the driveway. And um, that Sydney was in charge of the topics for today. That's made up. That's made up. That's, that's all made up you told me you'd think of something though and then and then i went and did some different stuff and i forgot <laughs> <laughs> then i went on being professional sis <laughs> I just and i carried on living washed. my life I yes went exactly well, so for anyone that was unaware on this podcast, is it's everyone's first the podcast had a baby and by the podcast i mean jenny had a baby his name is jackson we talked about him on the last podcast. We talked to Jake on the last podcast as he was busy dying a slow death during the feeding process early on in newborn infancy. And uh, now mom and dad have gone out to visit Jake and Jenny. And Jackson, during this podcast, now seems happily asleep on Pappy's chest. So um, 
I don't see what all the complaining was about before. The baby seems pretty easy to deal with. We don't understand either. He's been the perfect it. child since we've we been. I feel it. like they're really dramatic over there. Literally the perfect child since they landed in Boston. He's just been sleeping and cooing and being super cute. Chip's been like kissing him. It's just been. We're one big happy family. Yeah. Uh, he knows know. who writes the checks. Yep. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> Jenny's giving him a pep talk before they get here. It's like, all right, Jax, these are the ones that are going to pay college tuition if you play your cards right. <laughs> Let's that screw this up. So this is a, there's a big difference now with Jake and Jenny, the last pod and how they were. They're both up and alert. Jake, do you feel this much better? Now? Alert is a... You feel better I feel though, better. Right? I, feel, I feel more rested. He's getting into a good routine. The only problem is his... His days are our nights, and his nights are our days. So it's all backwards right now. Oh, so he's, he's nocturnal. He sleeps all day long, and he's up a fair amount of the evening. So we're trying to flip that. We don't know. We don't know how to flip that. I don't know. Mikey A, did you ever have that issue? Uh, I don't. You'd have to ask my wife. I was asleep. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Wait, I love the idea that for the rest of their lives, Jake and Jenny might just have to be sleep like night people. <laughs> and we're like they like have the to two... go out and forage through garbage to get food because no stores are open. Oh, like the two least mo- like night people. Like we play Jeopardy and go to bed. So, um, <laughs> but last night uh, you guys joined us for Jeopardy, and then we went to bed despite Jackson starting to wake up and start his day at eight p.m. Yes, so. Uh, One one side note about Jeopardy. Have you ever seen a tiebreaker in the final round of Jeopardy? We saw that last night. I have not, no. Now, I'm not not as religious a Jeopardy watcher as you guys, so feel free to inform me. I've never seen it, and it came down to, like, they were tied for money at the after the Jeopardy final question, and they had to do, they did one question, and whoever buzzed in first and got it right won. Oh it's, shit! Yeah, it's kind so of it's, like it's Jake, the beginning of Price is Right or uh, Family Feud. Family Feud, yes, yeah, yeah. It was in. But it was like sudden death, like Jake talks about basketball. It, going, yeah, it goes back to that. Jake said overtime in basketball should be first basket win and no fouls are oh. called. Yeah. Yeah. Damn! Imagine how electric it would be. It would be. <laughs> You'd sign a few players just for that instance, though. There's a few players out there you that you're like, you're here in case we go to overtime. Exactly. Yeah. I, f- I feel like there'd be a great market for retired NFL players that right now is only being exploited by like UFC and boxing. Like Le'Veon Bell's getting ready to do a boxing match against, I forget what other former uh, professional. Oh, it's uh, Adrian Peterson, which. Adrian Peterson is going to beat the country shit out of Le'Veon Bell. He's not going to win by a little bit. He is going to win by knockout very early on in this because Adrian Peterson is an alien and Le'Veon Bell is just a very freakish athlete. Yeah. Who, who would you, who, if I was to do a former NFL player fight, who would you match me up with that I could have a chance with? Ooh, that you could have a chance with. So right now, right now, Dude, nobody, like, nobody. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> well, like someone, someone his, someone his age who's equally beat up. Yeah, I mean, my age, a retired player, you morons. <laughs> that that <laughs> would Michael be the Junior. That would be the <laughs> saddest fight to watch. It would be I the would, saddest fight. <laughs> I would fucking wear him out. Why, Dad why would throw a punch and just, and I'm, his shoulder would just pop out. It you know who explode. I put you up against? I think it'd be a fair fight. You and Bill Curry. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of somebody. Yeah. 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 Guy played in Super Bowl one. 
Come and on. God, it would be like that wrestling match where what's his name looks at him and goes, I'm so sorry. We're dad ass to KO Bill Curry at the end of the match. Like <laughs> this man who he reveres like a father figure and he just comes off the turnbuckle and absolutely decleats him. Yeah. And on. like in old school where the guy said, I used to be much stronger. I'm in pretty good shape. I can handle like a Schlereth. A retired player. Oh, my no. No. Stay, no. No. Stink. I, I, I was just in person with Stink. He's. He's he's had a lot of knee surgery. You gotta go for the legs. Oh, I will, I would take his knee out so quickly. Shannon Sharp. Oh God. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, oh. Dad. Have you ever thought of because like so Shannon Sharp on his like 50th or 50 something birthday posted the picture of him with nine abs and more muscles than I've ever seen in my life. Marcus Johnson, former NBA player, who's the voice of the Bucks, does that thing on his birthday every year where he goes outside and dunks and makes sure that every year as he ages, he can still get above the rim and dunk. Have you like ever thought about anything that you would do to show your age continuing to grow, but your ability staying the same? Yeah, every Every birthday, I stand upright, and I'm good. Hence yeah. the the bad fight. Yeah, get into one three point stance. Yeah, I could do that right handed and left handed, just as good, my friend. There you go. I could do that. But going back to the basketball thing, don't you think it would fulfill To like to go and be? Do you think To would be a good person for? Oh yeah, To would be unbelievable at that shit. Yeah. This yep. is something they need to try out in like the G League or like the Drew League yep. or something. How about like, that three on three basketball? Big three, try yeah. in there too. Fine. Yeah. Yep. Sudden think- death. Because they've used that. Um, well, the problem is with them is a lot of them have also tried that Elam ending where you get through three quarters with a certain score. Right. And then the winner has to score X, like based on what the score is before, they tabulate what the final score is that you have to hit. So it's an exact number. And it's then the first team to get to that number oh, in the fourth okay. quarter. So they would never need overtime. So you right. Need- which, by the way, though, this is a great counter to that because this one, I think, is more exciting because it's just carnage. This is the beginning of the Hunger Games when they blow the whistle and everyone's just running for weapons. Yeah. I agree. It'd be awesome. I think it would be awesome. So leading that into the now and something that really happened, I mean, we're, we're taping this afterward, but the home run derby, I mean, how cool was it about Albert Pujols actually winning around? And it was sudden death Rigged. with him, too, and Kyle Schwarber. Rigged. I didn't even oh, know. Oh, you happened. think Schwarber let him win? I think Rigged. he let him. I think he let him win too. I, I said that. that I said that to WWE Dad during the bullshit. Yeah, really. I mean, he didn't even look like he was trying in that last round. Right. I yeah. say, Rob Manfred tapped him on the shoulder before that and said, "Hey, buddy, listen." We'll find a way to like funnel some money to a charity of yours or something. We already did the Albert Pujols Legends thing here. Let's up viewership a little bit at the beginning of this by having the machine get through one round here. I absolutely think that was a work. So if you're going to do one round, why wouldn't you do two rounds? All right, listen, we can't make it totally farcical. He wins. Albert still needs to hit them too. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. But it gave him a chance, so... That guy I don't looked know. tired. I don't know if I'm in that with you guys, but then the other part of it, how about the guy who won? Would would anybody here, I mean, we've never been in this position, Juan Soto turned down $440 million from the Washington Nationals. I, st- I That still blows my mind. Buddy, you're asking the wrong guy right now. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Could you imagine? I do a lot of, a lot of fucked up. up shit for a million dollars. Four hundred and forty million. It's like winning like mega millions is like like five hundred and thirty million right now. 
That's like basically saying but, no to winning the lottery. Well, I mean, but he, as, as we did the podcast with Jared Carabas the other day, he didn't say no to $440 million. <clears throat> Someone is going to give him even more money than that. He said no to $440 million and living in Washington, DC, which based on a lot of events over the last five or six years and just DC in general, I can understand. Like he is like 23 or 24 years old and going to hit true free agency with that as the baseline for his asking price. Is he's a half, he's a half a billion dollar man just walking around on the street here. He's like and Pat he, Mahomes. He turned down half a billion dollars already from DC and then walked into the home run contest and beat everyone's darling. Like Julio Rodriguez from Seattle is awesome. He's 21 years old. The uh, Mariners are on a 14 game winning streak heading into all-star break. This kid's young. He's handsome. He's kicking ass on a fun team. And Juan Soto just came in and said, not nah, fuck that. Yeah, it was it was fun to watch. Yeah, like, that Rodriguez makes seven hundred thousand a year. The league minimum, he got five hundred thousand for finishing second. So could have had a mil. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Soto got a mil. But I, I don't. I get it. I know Soto is going to get it from somebody else. But just the fear, and and at that age, listen, we were all that age once. You have no fear of injury. But my God, every day he gets up, man, he better stay healthy. You know, to get that kind of money. I just think it's also so different from football where like we live in fear of that a lot more because it's such a violent sport. Like right. in baseball, like he's not a pitcher. He's not going to have Tommy John or anything like right. that. Most other injuries you can come back from with modern medicine. It's just different in baseball. Like he's such a young commodity in that sport that I think like he has very little, like there's always some risk, but it's just got to be a fucking cool. Imagine being good enough at anything you did in your life to walk in when someone offers you that kind of money and be like, nah. I'm good. It's stunning. It is half a billion dollar. Baby it's crazy. It is crazy. Another side note from the all-star game, those baseball jerseys that have the gold lettering. Did you see those? Mm -hmm. uh, they're awesome. <laughs> I just had to say that. I don't, oh I don't pay attention to baseball. So when I noticed them, I'm like, wow, those are awesome. You're talking to the person who didn't even know the home run derby was on. I didn't, I, don't, I just, Mom just Mom just went full Chris Farley show on the home run derby. Jersey. I, did, I did. I did. Remember that one time they wore gold lettering? It was really cool. It was That's awesome. It. It's the only time I pay attention to baseball. So I well, it, it is objectively, I think at this point, and Dallas Braden said this the other day to us, the best all-star activity of any of the major sports in the U.S. Like, it's better than the dunk contest now. It the is. dunk contest yes. doesn't have any sort of that same appeal to me anymore. This one, like – you have all of like the young, good guys doing it. You've got Pete Alonzo who apparently like his kink is the home run derby, like from the Mets right? he just <laughs> lives to go out here. And you saw the video of him deadlifting in the locker room. Yes. And then he just and wants then meditating. to deadlift. Yeah. And like this yeah. man contains multitudes and he just wants to smack home runs. But we found his like kryptonite. He can't go second. No, clearly. He cannot that's the go issue. second. Yeah. He cannot chase it. He has to, he has to be in the lead and have yeah. someone chase him. Yeah. Yep. So it was well, fun I to don't watch. Know. La last year he won. It was that, did that happen to him last year too? I don't remember oh, he, that. You uh, Did he win last year? Yes. Yeah, yeah so he, he won, won last, last two years. He won, he won he was, last year, and I remember he was up against Juan Soto, and his nickname's the Polar Bear, which is awesome because right, he's a yeah. big, white, burly right. bastard. Right. Very wide set. He's like a bowling ball, bowling pin kind of. <laughs> and – he was sitting there with Juan Soto going. He was just like nodding and getting ready to just like fucking crank more dingers. He was incredible. Yeah, he just didn't seem to have it this year. 
just to never get a rhythm. But man, I mean, everybody else is out there joking around and he's sitting in the concourse meditating. Yeah. I mean, that gets beat. It had to be, that has to be a tough blow to the ego. Yeah. There's nothing worse than taking something seriously and getting your ass whooped by people who are just out there being way more talented. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Yeah. God. To, oh well. Oh, to be to be young, talented, and have an extra million dollars in your pocket there. So uh, that's our in advance's coverage of Major League Baseball's All Star <laughs> Weekend. The jerseys uh, are awesome. <laughs> yeah, the jerseys. Two <laughs> thumbs up. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I wanted to ask everybody this question because I had this realization the other day that now that Jackson is here, he is a baby, which means he's got his whole life in front of him, which means it's essentially like we get to all like we get to all become Friday Night Lights parents and live vicariously through some of the things he's going through. And I had this realization the other day at Target because I was walking past the school supplies and I was like, oh, you're going to miss this. And I'm walking through there wishing I still had a reason to buy most of them, which then I bought like, you know, a stapler and a bunch of other random shit and notebooks. Like, <laughs> I bought pencils. <laughs> yeah. Got myself ready for the school year, but I'm like, Oh shit. Like eventually Jackson's going to go to school and he's going to need school supplies. And then all of a sudden now I get to do this again, where I can shop for school supplies through Jackson. So I was wondering if anyone had thought of the thing they're most excited to do again through Jackson like what life experience you're most excited for him to have would it be like Christmas his first ice cream cone his first boner like whatever it is. <laughs> are you going with school supplies Mikey I'm leaning school supplies right now but I reserve the right to think about that a little bit just because like it's such it, I'm amazed at how little has changed like Lisa Frank still owning the game true it is still the, the same. Like we haven't changed the format for binders and spiral notebooks. Like it's still at standard operating procedure. Like none of that technology has changed since I was in elementary school. And so I'm like, all right, if we haven't changed in the last decade and a half, two decades, I doubt we're going to see much more because maybe we've just hit peak efficiency on those things. Right. I was, but so it's going to be relatively the same experience and it still kicks ass. Like that was nostalgia just snorted directly into my sinuses the other day. <laughs> It's so good. Like you had your pencil box and you had to leave it in your desk. And everything's like, new and fresh. And yes. so fresh. Also, I saw, uh, this is related, but a little unrelated. I saw a meme on Instagram the other day. And you know how you got different colored notebooks for every uh, class? Mm-hmm. And it was so true, at least for me. Why every year without even thinking about it, did I make the red notebook for math? Like, I did feel you? like everyone made their red notebook math. 
it was always math. Red was always for math. And I just thought back to like my whole childhood, always red. Jake, what Jake, color was your that one? I had, <laughs> I would get the, like the three or five subject notebooks and just combine everything into one. And then I would not take notes on anything. <laughs> it would still be empty at the end of the not year. A, not a crease in that bitch at the end of the year. <laughs> He's not lying. No, he never no. had to buy new school supplies for the following year because he just the, used what he had the year before. Just hand me downs to myself every year. <laughs> how, Jake, how different is that going to be when Jackson goes to high school? Hopefully very different <laughs> for our sake. Well, You're like, so like, fucked. You're so Like fucked. Jenny and I said, we're going to take Mike's um, All-State Academic All-American Award from Notre Dame. We're going to put my name over his and, say that, on the show. and say that I was an Academic All-American and Mike was an absolute fuck up. <laughs> and don't be like Mike. Be like me. <laughs> it's going to be it's pretty be easy great. to sell because I'll be drunk at most holidays around Jack. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good question, though. Yeah. What, what experience I, when you... When you said the one about Christmas, there that was, was nothing like yeah. when you guys were young and believed in Santa and got up Christmas morning. That was some of the coolest experiences. I so. honestly don't know if I ever believed in Santa. Oh, I kind of. <laughs> well, all right, first, first yeah, off. Yeah, Jordan and I, or Jordan Rudolph. Yeah, first off, Santa's real. Yeah, Every sorry. kid listening to this podcast, Santa's very real. And my sister's an idiot. Yeah, I, it, it's a weird dichotomy because like I ha we have to operate like there are kids listening yes. at the same time. No kids should be listening to no. this no. ever. No, and but so you we, just never yeah. know. Yeah, we just never right, know. Well, put so. a put a warning in front of it. And yeah, here we go. Yeah. All right, here we go. Here's your warning right now. Spoiler here, here, alert. Here's Sydney's, Sydney's opinion on Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's funny. It's funny you say that because we've been, I've been watching a lot of those Christmas movies with my kids and they're all about Santa's not real. And then at the end, they prove that he is. So like my kids already got like the, okay, there's a, there's two different sides of the coin here. There's people that think he's not real and people that know he is. Damn. So they're so really already, already trying to both sides. This is kids. Yeah. 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 See, yeah. I'm not the asshole in this situation. <laughs> Sydney, how, how do you think there was never one? I always just looked for presents and found them in the closet. <laughs> I, I, you are just I, an asshole. I love that Sydney has always been like a bloodhound for products. Yeah. <laughs> it was always in that back guest room in the old house, in the closet. <laughs> Sydney, Sydney as a child hated Santa. Hated. I don't fuck not, with Santa. Wouldn't He's fake as fuck. Yeah. He's fake not. as fuck. Don't trust yeah. him. Sydney. We're talking about it. <laughs> She found the presents and returned them for the stuff she wanted and then had that <laughs> stuff wrapped. <laughs> We're opening up presents and give me the cash equivalent. She, yeah, she'd open them up and I'd be like, where did these come from? <laughs> <laughs> I saw what you bought. These are better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. With Amazon, kids could probably do that now. It's true. Yeah. There was that kid that ordered, like, all those ice cream sandwiches off. Yeah. Did they order, like, yeah. 600 ice cream sandwiches yeah. or something like that? Mm -hmm. So, I think I'd probably go, I don't know, that one right out of the gate, I really like Christmas over the years. That might be what I'd like to Every parent them. says that. So, like, obviously, we've not experienced that yet, but every parent says, like, the joy of the seeing kids is, is like, the best thing yes. ever. Yeah. It is. So... Yeah. It is. It's pure, unlike I, Sydney. I picture like this Christmas where Jackson will only be like six months. Sydney's like putting it in front of his face. Like, <laughs> show me those eyes. Like, you're so excited. I think for me, the th what I'm excited about is like him finding what 
fascinates him first. Like for me, like Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, like, yeah. I like fucked heavy with Thomas the Tank Engine. So like seeing what he organically gravitates, gravitates towards. To. You yeah. love trains. Yeah. 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 I, I see a strong nod of disagreement from Mikey A. Just be careful with that stuff, man. The, the, <laughs> the terrible stuff your kid could get fascinated by. That you just, I mean, my kids are obsessed right now with watching on YouTube other kids play with the toys they have. They oh. do not play with the toys, but they watch videos of other kids playing with them. I've and heard that. And it's the worst kids? thing in the world. How old are your kids? Six and three. Okay. Oh my God, that's awful. Oh, it's te it's terrible. So it it's like one know. of those things where I, I hear what you're saying and like my kid ran through a, a, a train phase and it was great. We bought all the trains. They never played with them. They'll watch kids on YouTube play with them all day. So, so weird. weird. I've, it's I've so heard, weird. I've heard All the kids do that. It, 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 this is like Twitch. People watch other people play video, video games, games and pay them. Yeah. I mean, it's unreal. At what age, Mikey A, do you think your oldest will start watching porn? <laughs> oh man Jesus 13 yeah. I hope Mikey A Mikey A's just gonna start leaving the browser open and <laughs> he's gonna go up to him so this is how you open a private window yeah. <laughs> and they'll be like dad I already knew that yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my son uh -huh. dad you gotta reset so the cookies dad you gotta reset cookies here <laughs> Mom will find that real quick. Yeah. You know what else is really fun to do with uh, your kids when they finally get into it is trick or treating. Yeah, oh, that's true. Oh yeah, that's yeah. fun. Well, because you a... get to do the you get to do the parent tax on the candy then. Absolutely. You do, but I mean, yeah. it's just fun to see them get excited about what they're gonna wear and like the whole idea of going out and getting candy. Like that's a pretty fun thing. I love the toddler sports, like the um, milk crates on the ice with kids, like when they're learning how to skate. skate. Yeah. Um, and they all use like the tall milk crates or like the little bobblehead. The kids playing football just look like bobbleheads. Like that's just the cutest. Yeah. I look forward to that. Yeah. What was the big costume in the Golic household when, when they were kids? They loved the Power Rangers. Yeah. That was yeah. a big, yeah, yeah. big deal during I their growing up. I didn't time. like dressing up, right? No, she refused to dress up. She was, yeah. Sid was, was a real Cindy, you're the worst. Yeah. <laughs> you were and real you, piece of you shit. sounded like a bitch. And then oh I and, and then I got to college and all I would dress as were different dudes. Yeah. So Sid, like, talk about what costumes you wore in college. Well, all right, let's let's omit one. Yeah. I know that one. Okay. Um, you were the guy, you were Colonel Sanders. That was the best one though, Mike. Yeah. Um, Colonel Sanders was good. Was good. You Colonel Sanders was good. That was A plus. I was Mugatu. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. the, uh, the fucker right, the pussy guy, right? Fucker well, right and the pussy guy was the best one. I've it ever was, had. it was, it was unreal. There I was remember. so much so that on the cab ride home, I had to take my friend Jenna home because she was, well, we were both not good. The cab driver thought I was a dude, <laughs> like trying to take it. I think trying to like take advantage of like Jenna, who was dressed as Russell from Up. So she had like balloons on her back. She was dressed like a Boy Scout, <laughs> and like so much so, like he did not trust me. I was that on point, and I'll never forget. I was in CJ's. I got everything from uh, Goodwill right mm -hmm. off of campus. So I got those the white New Balances, the mustache, the black hoodie, the oversized jeans. And I was standing next to the hottest girl in my grade and she was a sexy devil. And I'm like, this is why she has a hot boyfriend and I'm here by myself. <laughs> so. 
didn't Jenny also dress up in like a full boy's suit and get grinded on by a girl yeah, at CJ's? I, I did Anchorman. I peed in the boys' bathroom too because the girls' line was so long. But there's Been only there, one smart. stall in Fife, <laughs> like so. I had to like put my head down. Um, but I cut Wait, the did line. somebody think you were a guy? Oh yeah, they let me. I no, went, no, but I mean, he said, did somebody try to dance with you? And- oh, I grinded with a girl. <laughs> I'm five <laughs> foot five. I mean, a, like, short king, a short king, short king spring, baby. Right <laughs> with a girl. Oh, uh, and this was like before like Snapchat and stuff. So right. our friends were just dying. Like I was, you know, it was an interesting experience feeling that side of that. Experiment. <laughs> Experimentation. <laughs> a little yeah. poke coming through. <laughs> Jen, Jenny left the bar and was immediately paid 30 cents more on the dollar at her job on campus. <laughs> wow. It's a joke about the patriarchy, folks. We fight it around here with humor. Now, you know what? This does open up another portion of this conversation, which is we've been thinking small in the immediacy here, like Jackson going to college, like Junior Parents Weekend for Jake and Jenny is going to be a fucking vibe. It is. I love how we're talking so far in advance and I'm just pushing for the six weeks, six hours sleep through the night. Like (laughs) when you're like, what are you looking forward to? I'm like six hours of sleep. We're we're all allowed to do this. Yeah. 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 I mean, because I mean, like college, like. Oh, wait, before, before I just before the end of this podcast, if um, the formula shortage is a thing. So if anyone listening, Enfamil sensitive. Yeah. Just had to put that in the there. Orange, uh, orange label. Yeah. Orange, label. but it has to say sensitive. It has yeah. to say sensitive. It's got to say sensitive. We need help. Yes, we do. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, okay. proceed. Yes. Yeah. Junior yeah. parents. Weekend. A, su- Can't- a side note, this country is very broken. And the fact that there's a shortage of formula to feed fucking babies whilst we talk about the rights of young people coming into life is a, yeah. la- a laughable, fa- a laughable yeah. fucking it, paradox. It, it, it's, yeah. It's, it's just, it's ridiculous. ridiculous. The fact yeah. that this is a yeah. thing is it, yeah. blows it, my mind. Absolutely blows my mind. Well, I Mike, didn't think it would be mean, but you know. Mike and Jake, you, you had a fun junior weekend with, um, yeah, so I just I should explain it. Notre Dame, like I'm I'm sure a lot of colleges do this. I just haven't like talked about it to people from other places, but like junior parents weekend, your parents come into town, everybody gets drunk. My dad famously was playing beer pong all night and coined the Golic chop where he didn't really know how to celebrate at that point. And so he would just like do a chopping motion at the table. Like he was chopping down the actual beer pong table. But I was a winner. I was a winner all night long. Golic chop. Golic chop. So like yeah, so Jake and Jenny getting to go back to college essentially through Jack. Well, you do the Golic chop, Jake. I feel like I have to. Yeah, I yeah. think you yeah. do. Uh-huh. I think you absolutely have. It'll to. be so interesting, like just how different. Like I think about you guys in college, and like how did you communicate? <clears throat> you didn't even have cell phones. Like nope. you know, how did you know like to go to a certain party? Like. Uh-huh. Where, or if- <laughs> What? I'm scrolling back looking at pictures of Halloween costumes, totally off track and talking about Sydney and her dumb costumes. I just found a picture of Sydney as Bane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a, that good, was a good one. Too, one. That was a real good one. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Sydney, did you ever dress up as a girl? No, never. Oh, because my thought track. process here is I'm a girl 364 days a year. I love being a girl for the most part. Why not be a cool fucking dude? I still want to be Post Malone one year. So I got to find some friends, go to a party. I'm going all out. But like, why not switch it up? Everyone sees me as a girl. Like, why not be a guy? 
That's there you go. Wow. It's, no. good re- it's good reasoning, though. I mean, yeah. listen, that's like me and Braxton our senior year went as babies because I wanted to wear a diaper again and piss my pants in public. <laughs> and you did, right? Did Goddamn you? right. Yeah. <laughs> You can you can do that even if you're not dressed as a baby. I did that. Well, I'm on board now. Diapers. I had a a catheter in for labor, and I, I get it. <laughs> Wait, I didn't have to get out the, of bed. What the fuck does that mean? I get, get it. You don't have Christ. to get out of bed. How is that not on the same page? Oh yeah, it sounds pretty dope, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right. having something stuck. Oh. Yeah. But you have to <laughs> she, she, she couldn't feel it. Yeah, I couldn't feel it. it. So yeah. Oh man, yeah. just I don't know. it's amazing. <laughs> Everybody get up. My pee hole is a very sacred place. Not if you're drugged. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh we, we didn't have a lineup for today's podcast. No. So. If you can't tell, we're leaking fuel and leaking oil everywhere. My God. Oh. I'm also, you know what I also realized I'm looking forward to is just because I, I remember that I remember this more like looking back through Sydney and I think it was Blake Fiegel's, but like Jackson's first crush. Yes. Oh. Or like yeah. first little, like, you know, like yeah. the person he starts going after, like Sydney and Blake Fiegel's, wasn't that the first crush right there for Sydney? It was her first crush. Like that was her first guy. But at your first communion, it was uh, the little noodle the little brother. Noodle kid. Uh, Nick Noodle, I think. Jack. Nick, Jack, Noodle. Jack Noodle. She grabbed a hold of him in the parking lot and planted a big kiss on him in the parking Aww. lot. Hey, when you know what you want, you got to just get after it, you know? <laughs> so. And that was the last boy I kissed until I was 18. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It was. <laughs> An historic drought. Wow. Good come. <laughs> Good comeback, though. You came back well now being yeah. married. Yeah. Know what you want, man. Don't settle. <laughs> Good comeback being married. <laughs> hey, that's wait. a note to young girls out there. Don't settle, right, Sid? Don't settle, even if you got to wait 22 years. Yeah. See all your friends have a good fucking time with their boyfriends in college. Don't settle, because then you'll outkick your coverage by a long shot. Yeah. So. Yeah. Speaking of which, how's Ben in med school going? He's good. He's in class right now learning about uh, some sort of disease, a lot of diseases. Several, um, several, several diseases. diseases. Very I'm bad, like, very nasty diseases. I'm emotionally supporting him by watching the series House, which is about doctors. Um, do you guys want to, we'll play a little game here. Ben has his first, like his big, big, big test at the end of year two. It's called step one. How many flashcards do you think the program he, you like can buy programs that'll help you like you download flashcards to prepare you for it? How many flashcards do you think Ooh. the program had? I Mom, know you know, answer. so you can't yeah. say yeah, we know. By the way, making flashcards, great time. Would Love not it. want that lost to the computer. Can't relate. 2,300 flashcards. 2,300. I was going to say 40, uh, 3,400. Mike? Mom? Mike? Mom? I know the answer. Know they the know answer. the answer. Oh, all right. I'm going to go one flashcard. Mikey A. Oh, Two. Oh. God damn it. Mother- Play the game. Play the game. I didn't know you were guessing. <laughs> Fuck. But the answer is 47,000 flashcards. Wait. So you're telling me he's going to look at all those? He has to. That's not flat. That's a book. They sent him home the book. <laughs> 
Can you imagine knowing that you have to do 47,000 flashcards? That, that right. like, That's an inefficient book. The MCAT was like 8,000 flashcards. Step one is 47,000 flashcards. I'm like thinking of all, like you're saying that's a book. I'm thinking of all the books I've ever like adding them together and just thinking Jake's, I mean, all the books you've read together. <laughs> I haven't read. <laughs> What's supposed to read? Yeah. It's a short ass list. <laughs> oh my God. I truthfully can't tell you the last book that I've read cover to cover. Sydney's read two books recently. I'm on a bit of a book streak right now. Pretty Colleen proud of Hoover. myself. Colleen Hooper, my fucking girl. I got two more coming from Amazon today. Ben's never been more proud. When he walks through the door and I'm I bet he's on happy couch, as hell because you shut the hell up. I leave him alone. It's quiet. The TV is off. He goes, are you reading your second book in a week? <laughs> like, and he goes, babe, I am so proud of you. Like, you, so genuine. Does Ben ever look at like the book that you're reading? Because I would love to like play a game on Ben. Like, it, does he ever read the cover or like, you know? No, he's like not. We really gave Sydney a really fucked up book, and he like finally like didn't how long it would take him to realize like what you're reading. I think he's just how so to bury your husband. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's, she's reading. Uh, she's reading Helter Skelter. Yeah, I, I think he's just so happy that I'm like quiet and leaving him alone and have like a physical book in my hand. He doesn't give a fuck about what it is. So. I find it really fucked Sydney, up. Sydney, next time, next time he can be on the pod, we got to have him do what what they're doing to. Their groups write about diseases. He's got to give you a disease and you've got to tell him what oh, you think it is. He's got to give you a disease. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's got to practice on you. He's giving you a live dose of the disease and he's got to cure you. What's it's the, the highest stakes possible. What's the, what was, what was it? Food poisoning? Botulism. What the fuck is botulism as food poisoning? I thought you like lost a limb. Bot- yeah, she, said, she said, I thought you lost a limb for botulism. Were, it, Ben's explaining it to Sid. The, the, Bot- the- isn't botulism? Uh, um, uh, it's food poisoning. It's food poisoning. It's food poisoning. Oh, I thought botulism was that shit you guys shoot into your foreheads. Botox. Botox. I thought that was its like government name. So you, <laughs> you thought it was Botox. Sydney thought it was losing a limb. Botch. By the way, I Botch. do own Helter Skelter. So. <laughs> By the way, this is an actual, a great idea for a podcast next time that Ben is on. Prior to, everybody gets a disease and has to act that way the entire podcast. And at the end, oh. Ben has to guess what everybody's got. You can play at home. It's my acting You can play at home. I know it's done. <laughs> yes. I need the most dramatic one. You do. You pick, you pick your own. Oh, fine. You get to Perfect. pick your this own. Like, Can't wait. It's like we're helping Ben study. So yeah. 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 Yes. yeah. I'll That's have botulism and just keep leaving. Oh, it can be so yeah. fucked up. Uh-huh. Oh, I can't wait for that one. Wait, Jen, you can't did act I just... out either. Did, Jen, did I just hear you say because your acting career is officially over now? No, no, it's not. It's really not. It's not. No, I'm not reading no. my speech to you. Not yet. All right. Like what? So this is God longstanding podcast folklore here. Jenny has a written Oscar acceptance yep. speech for the award that she believes she will one day win. Jenny is what? Jenny, are you 30 now? Yes. How old were you when you wrote it? Like pen to paper, maybe 20, 21. When when was it written in your heart? Oh man, long time ago. (laughs) Easily, easily third grade, like in my heart. So, so Jenny's had an Oscar speech at least planned in some ways since she was in the third grade and will not let us hear it 
nope. because she believes that there is still an outside opportunity that that dream is alive and she doesn't want to let go. So Jenny, I want to ask, when is the cutoff point for you that you set? <laughs> Can I read it? go I- before me, Mike, like it's going to be at your deathbed and I'm going to just sit beside you and be like, all right, I'll tell you now. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to tell I me mean, and then just so I don't tell anyone else, she'll pull the plug right then. Yeah, <laughs> I, must I've, die. I've, had, I've had to make adjustments over the years, right? Like obviously like things have changed in my life. Like now I have a son and I have to like add him into my speech. But a big thing was like, when Mikey made such a big deal out of this, I was like, well, I have to like have a separate part of it for Mikey. Like not even Jake. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Jake gets left out. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, Jake's in it, right. but, but Mikey gets a separate part. <laughs> Is it, is it, she pulled this off though? No, <laughs> it would be unreal. It would be unreal. It'd be the single greatest. They would have to make a movie about whatever movie uh, Jen made to get to that point. <laughs> for so sure, good. for sure. Don't give up on the I dream, won't. Jen. Don't oh, you, you, you guys do know how this ends, right? Because if this is a podcast about living vicariously through your children, Jenny's going to push Jackson to the stage. Oh, it's a hundred percent like people keep talking like oh like his size he's a small baby don't worry you can still play sports i'm like bro i am pumping this kid with broadway tunes i sat through wicked with my water broken and i mean full disclosure didn't think it was my water and i am like singing you You thought you just pissed your pants i knew for about 12 hours that your water was broken 7 30 in the morning and was like are you sure that's not your water breaking and i was like no i just feed myself i woke up i woke up on west coast time with a picture of jenny's crotch that she just said i'm gonna show you i mean i'm clothed like it's not a big deal and i'm like jenny Something's not right. And I was like, like, no, no, It's like in uh, Billy Madison, goo! (laughs) It's cool to pee. Literally everybody, yeah. By the way, quick side note, Jackson either farted or just shit. So just so we know. Oh, Oh, this is another photo I sent Cindy going, no, not in labor, eating Grater's ice cream. (laughs) Hold on. This is it, right here. Cindy's got it. Oh, here we go. Oh look at that! I, I literally had said like, "Oh, to the girl working the desk at our gym too." I was like, "No, the all pregnant women they say like you pee yourself at some point." And oh my god! I think they say a little pee comes out, not that you fully the whole day. Oh I mean, again, got- po- podcasting a famously visual medium, Jenny's got like a full tortilla-sized piss stain in the middle. Of the <laughs> From my side of things, folks, this all makes a lot more sense because up until about legitimately two years ago, Jenny thought God, I'm not Jenny no thought comment. you you peed and had a baby out of the same hole. It's so. just so <laughs> did you take classes? Oh, I was pre-med. Up? Like I did everything. You were pre-med oh for God. like four. That's months. why there's eight thousand flashcards. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Literally, oh got through bio, everything. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was just so the holes are too close, man. So, like, it's just all confusing. Super oh pee hole. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Oh my god. Oh we gotta go. Wow. Yeah. Oh. And on that note. On that note. I have a would you rather. Oh, you do. I do. All right. 
There we go. We'll we'll abruptly pull over yes. to the side of the road and finish this podcast. <laughs> now that we've we figured out Jackson's future and what we like about it. Yeah, we I just figured because the baby baby throws up. So would you rather vomit on your hero or have your hero vomit on you? John Mayer vomit on me. Vomit yeah. on me, John Mayer. I, yeah, I feel like you have your hero vomit on you. They give you something in return. Right. Yeah. And you don't yeah. look like a complete jackass. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. I are, they vom- are they puking Easy. in your mouth? No, it just says puking on you. Just yeah. says vomit. If you want to go that down that road, you can, Mike. That's up to you. It depends who my hero is now. Yeah. 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 John yeah. Mayer's my hero, so anything goes, man. So you'd throw up on him. <laughs> No, I'd let him throw up in my mouth, though, if he needed to. Oh, for God's sake. Assuming your hero is a famous person, at least they won't forget you. That's true. 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 Say, I remember when I threw up I on that. Remember that guy threw up on me? On, yeah. 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 Mikey A., what was your answer? I think I'll throw up on them. Really? Make, yeah. them, make them deal with it. That's bold. They're my hero. They'll be cool with it. Yep. Or they yeah. won't be your hero anymore. Well, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Either they're cool with it and they're really my hero, or right. It's a good test for heroes. That's true. Yeah, they say never meet your heroes, and it's like, well, you threw up on him. He's still a dick. It's always disappointing when you meet somebody that's famous. Yeah, for the most part. All right, that's all I got. I was too busy feeding Jackson. All right, well, you know what? That was pretty appropriate for this this episode. So. All right. Well, congratulations to Jackson on his first ever podcast credit for this show. He'll uh, hopefully show up in Apple uh, podcasts, which uh, make sure you leave a five-star review and a great rating, because if not, you're saying mean things about a baby and you're an asshole. Yeah. Nobody nobody wants to be the asshole ripping a baby. So make sure you check that out. Make sure you download, subscribe, rate and review. Golden Smeddy and the Gojo podcast as well. A little cross pollination here for the gang. Get yep. the sorry in advance bump. And as always, we're sorry in advance. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs>